0: Here
1: your Welcome back, Astro Zombies. This is Derek Carey with Mark the Movie Man, and here we are a brand spanking new episode of Astro Radio Z. Woo! Can you fucking believe it? It's only been two months. Thank you for sticking around. I, I have noticed by the numbers of subscribers, nobody's gone away in the last two, two weeks, two and a half weeks or whatever it's been that I, you know, hung it up for a little bit so I could get a breather after the marathon that was 31 days of horror. I don't know if I'll ever do something like that again. If you got I, I, I've had a lot of listeners come back to me, tell me how much they enjoyed that. And thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mark, would you ever do something like that for your podcast?
2: The 31 days of horror. Uh, I've debated on it. I've seen I saw you do it and you know Glenn every year, he does it and I'm I'm very impressed because I'm like, I don't know if I could do that.
1: <laughs> it's oh I think the big thing was is that not only are you watching a movie every day, which in and of itself can be taxing, especially at this point in our lives. You are then recording a podcast. I was trying to keep it to at least like 10 to 15 minutes. And if it went over that or went under that, so be it. You record that. Then you got to edit it. Then you got to export it. Then you got to upload it. Then you got to create the blog posts. Then you got to put it out there. Then because I have a YouTube page, I got to make the YouTube. It, It was a whole ordeal. Mm hmm. And this shit happened every single day. So I'm glad that I did it. I think that um, people really enjoyed it. They actually liked the really short form version of Astro Radio Z. Sure. And I had a lot of fun with it because I I felt like it was a very free form kind of thing. (laughs) Like I wasn't having to do the normal shtick of Astro Radio Z where we go super in depth and we have to sit. And talk about the every little last morsel of what a movie has to offer. It was very spoiler free, which is almost unthinkable on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We've never not spoiled and not given a fuck about that ever on this show. So it was it was something new for me in it in it. After a while, it kind of felt like I could just do it in my sleep. Mm hmm. Um, But I'll tell you, by the end of it, man, I was I was pretty burnt. I was pretty burnt. But uh, the people that did like the short form of Astro Radio Z, not I'm not above doing straight shills, Mark. I'm not above doing all the shilling, but go go over to my Patreon page. That's where you'll get the short form Astro Radio Z. Go over to the Patreon page. I do a series of episodes called Knee Jerks, which is essentially the moment I get out of a movie at the movie theater. I turn on the recorder and however long it takes me to get home. That's the episode. And that's usually like 10 to 14 minutes long. I don't know. I just moved into a new house. So I don't know how long that episode's going to be now that the the movie theater is probably. Well, I bet you it's around the same. Oh, we'll have to we'll have to test that out. Mark the movie, man, because on the Patreon episode we just recorded, I just let out of the bag. I signed up for Movie Pass, <laughs> So I may be going to see a few new movies in the coming months, Mark, but I'm not going to ruin myself. I'm not going to see Pitch Perfect 3. Okay. Well, That's not happening, Mark. Quit, right. quit begging me to go see it. We're not doing an Astro Radio Z episode. Damn it. I'm Pitch Perfect 3. That's not going to fucking happen.
2: Well, I was hoping a franchise episode of the, of, you know
1: speaking of the fan i'm not even going to acknowledge that as something that was actually spoken on the podcast but speaking of the franchise episodes um i'm really impressed with the way things are going in the voting right now if you're not aware astro zombies if you haven't been over to the facebook group of astro radio z and you're not a part of that what the fuck is wrong with you go do that right now you're on your goddamn phone 24 hours a day don't tell me you're not I fucking know you are every last one of us are. So whenever I oh, I I, I don't have time. Uh, bullshit. You're playing Candy Crush Saga. Go over to the fucking Facebook, which you're probably on anyway, bitching about Justice League, because for some reason you feel the need to. I don't know why it was a good movie, Um, but go over to the Astro Radio Z Facebook group. I have the voting up for the 2018 franchise that we're going to be covering here on Astro Radio Z last year was Puppet Master, which the year before that was The Holling. Mm-hmm. The year before that was We Won't Speak Its Name. <laughs> the year before that was was Witchcraft. So this year, I put up a bunch of things, and I'm really surprised with how this is turning out. Mark, I, I cut you off. What were you about to say?
2: I was going to say we haven't completed the Puppet Master
1: one. Ah, yet. shut up, Mark. God damn it god damn it i don't even think about it on on the last patreon uh uncensored episode uh seth powell was on and him and i talked he's seen it yeah he's seen access termination and he said it was actually the best of the access series really that's not saying much but no that's not saying much and he prefaced it with that
2: <laughs> well that's the one they broke up into like three episodes or something didn't they or, or yeah, just
1: on i think on the stream on the streaming
2: service. they they did yeah. that before they released the movie they released it in like three half hour segments or something
1: it's still a, a regular length movie yeah i mean it's not like it's three movies or anything they probably just made it like 20 minute episodes or, I, I imagine like 30 yeah. or 30 minute episodes or something like that but um, I t- to get back to this uh the voting right now it looks like our top three contenders and our top contender it just blowing my mind that this is walking away with the vote right now and I put it up as a lark because uh, you know me I always want to try and do something that isn't necessarily what most people are expecting us to cover be- being a horror exploitation and cult film podcast um I always put a screwball pick in there in the screwball pick that is literally running away with the vote right now is American ninja (laughs) i am not kidding you it is it is up by at least 10 10 votes almost oh holy crap so right now this is the top three is american ninja which more than likely is gonna i'm gonna leave this up there for the for at least a month and we'll see how this all shakes down but it's American Ninja House and final Destination. those are the top three picks as of right now on astro Radio Z the Facebook group version of this show. um Have you ever seen American Ninja, Mark? Oh, yeah, I saw the first two when I was young. I watched
2: the first two i They were regular rotation on cop uh, on on cable back when I was young, and I watched them quite a bit, yes
1: yeah michael dudikoff oh yeah being a badass (laughs) yeah i'm i'm i i sincerely hope this is what makes it because one it's only five movies yeah so we'll we won't have to sit and marathon 16 movies like we did with fucking the witchcraft series um and i'll probably break them up into like three episodes Mm -hmm. that's probably how we'll do it like one episode a month for three months um But this came about the the reason why that was even in the running is that right now we've transitioned the 31 days of horror group into the turkey challenge group uh, for the month of November. And what the turkey challenge group is, if listeners, you aren't aware. And if you're not part of that group, what the fuck's wrong with you? Go to the goddamn Facebook. You're on Facebook. I know you're listening to this and you're either driving your car or you're looking at your damn Facebooks. Go over to the 2017 turkey challenge group. Closed group i have to accept you so so if you're a dirty son of a bitch i'm not letting you in but if i mean if you're a fine upstanding individual in our society i'll let you into uh, the turkey challenge group but what the turkey challenge group is is that um this month you have to watch and this was recommended by one of uh the listeners and one of the group members uh as everybody it happens every year where at the end of 31 days everyone has this huge group jerk off session where we all talk about how much we love the group and you know oh we we'll, we miss this for the rest of the year how can we extend this and that's how film jerks happened because it was rolled out of the 31 days of horror group into another group that spawned a podcast now uh we decided to do the turkey challenge based on a recommendation of one of the group members and what it is is this month you have to only watch 15 movies. Thank God. And and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listeners, you'll know why Mark is so uh, labored about <laughs> about us talking about this. But the original rules for this was is that you had to watch a five star or less movie from IMDb.com and then post about it. And five star or less for me is pussy shit. <laughs> That's bullshit. That is for for literal people that can't handle anything. Five-star or less. Bullshit. That's garbage. The listeners of Astro Radio Z know better. They can do better than that. So in my group, (laughs) I really put the screws to people.
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The
1: rules are... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I want to hear your opinions on this after I'm done here, Mark. Um, you have to find a two star or less movie. And what I mean by two star is anything under three. So 2.9 and below star rating on Amazon, Netflix, Hulu. Or I'm guessing and people, have, people have taken real liberties and I've had to kind of be a fucking asshole about this in the group because people keep trying to sneak in stuff that isn't, Two or less. I'm looking at you, Matt Bauer. I see you. Don't think I don't see you. I've already bit you out on the goddamn group. You're probably never going to listen to this anyways. You got to pick out movies with two star or less and watch them. Only 15 of them. But let me tell you,
0: oh.
1: those movies. It, and this, the reason why we're talking about the movie we're talking about today is because this is the movie Todd Sheets Dominion. Is one of these movies and it came about because of the turkey challenge and uh this has been a trying experience i'm only halfway done with my turkey challenge how are you coming out on this mark
2: i'm i'm halfway as well i was going to catch up this weekend on on a couple but i had to buy some more alcohol first because yeah it helps it helps mark it oh god you know, so
1: do you think I've gone a little too far? I've I've had to come down at you a couple of times because you've tried to slide in some higher rated shit.
2: I, I didn't know what, what is your
1: problem with this? I didn't I didn't have a pro I don't have a pro I think it's awesome.
2: Uh horribly awesome, painfully awesome, but awesome nonetheless because I think I found actually this film, and part of the reason we're talking about it, I mentioned it to you. It, this was one of them. That I've watched for the Turkey Challenge, that actually I, even though by no means I, I see why it's got the rating, but I actually found some some enjoyment in this one. Um, I don't think you're being too hard. Uh, I think it's a fun challenge. I think it it pushes people out of their comfort zone. It it makes you look at it. I mean, I'm a guy who has a reputation of being soft on films, and I'm sitting here going, "Oh dear God." Oh, oh my God! They did not just do that. Oh dear Lord!
1: It's uncomfortable. It, some of these movies are seriously oh. uncomfortable. Not because they're just like bad stories. It's because the technical limitations of some of these movies that are in the like in this sub two level. We're talking Ooh. about a lot of micro budget cinema. Yeah, that's in this.
2: Yeah, and I I don't mind micro budget cinema. For me, it's not the production, but it's just it's just for me i'm just like oh my god yeah because i we i've watched a lot of micro budget cinema and i've seen what people can do with very little and it can be very impressive but some of these movies and and what's worse is some of these movies act like they're a bigger movie than they are and take themselves so seriously (laughs) yep and you're sitting there going look i admire your passion that's awesome but you're really trying to work outside your limits here and whatever creative thing that you're getting, you're not getting across on screen with me on this film, whatever you're, you know, what creativity or whatever things you thought were were great with this is just not coming across on screen.
1: Oh man. The vast majority of the stuff I've watched this month. Actually, I've enjoyed. (laughs) I know it's very hard to like conceive, but, Listeners, you should know by now, I love shit cinema i I truly and deeply love it. There's just something so endearing about this stuff that I can turn off my brain. I don't have to be a film snob um and i I think that may be one of the main things I've always wanted to bring across with this podcast, and there I listen to a lot of higher brow. Uh, podcasts about film critique and synasts and all this garbage like if you want to hear people really get down deep about lots of different kinds of film you should be listening to wrong reel you Mm -hmm. should definitely go listen to that podcast is amazing I got turned on to that by Scott uh, from hellbent for horror and ever since I mean I'm addicted to that show he talks about all sorts of but but my show in particular has always been more about let's talk about the films that not a lot of people will give the time of day to and let's have fun with it. And that's I think that's the energy that people went into the turkey challenge with. And I think a lot of the people got excited because it is pushing people out of their comfort zone. And maybe they'll be able to laugh about a lot of this stuff and kind of unwind and not have to think too much about any of these movies. Which brings us to the movie We're going to talk about today Todd Sheets If you don't know who he is He's probably one of the most prolific Shot on video directors of the 80s 90s and today Probably if if you talk about shot on video You have to talk about Kansas City's premier shot on video director Todd Sheets And his quote unquote vampire Opus (laughs) <laughs> Dominion <laughs> and this not only is this us trying to like roll this into the turkey challenge this is us going back to the shot on video yeah well here um so th- we were both I I want to do at least one or two more of these shot on video episodes this year we'll see if we can make that happen I still want mark I want us to be able to talk about shatter dead I think you need to see shatter dead okay and maybe um gourmet the chef from hell maybe Ooh. we'll do or or Leaf jonker's darkness. Mm-hmm. I want to at least do some those three So we'll see if we can make that happen But today we're going to talk about Mr. Todd Sheets and his 1992 vampire opus Dominion
2: It's been three weeks since the disappearance Of my brother He and the other children haven't been found
0: The police chief has decided to give up On him I still believe my brother is alive I can't give up on him Even though my parents say he's gone forever I refuse to believe that he's never coming back.
2: Let me in! Cabal! I thought you were dead. I
0: ran away and joined this group of people. You should have told me. I was worried about you. Let me in. I'll tell you all about it. Why
2: are you staring at me that way? Cabal, what's happened to you? Invite me in, Elizabeth. I need you. I'm hungry.
0: It's cold out here. Elizabeth, let me in!
1: Now, Dominion, <laughs> if I was going to tell you what this movie's about. Wait, what? <laughs> are you trying to tell me, Mark, that there's not a plot to this movie? Is that what you're trying to tell me? There's a plot. Okay. Okay. I, I was worried there for a second that you, you were trying to cut me off and laugh no, about no. this. I'm, I'm
2: sorry. No, I no, don't. Go ahead. I just
1: <laughs> I can't help myself. I'm thinking about the film. Go ahead. Go. Okay. So Dominion obviously shot on a next to nothing budget this is all shot on vhs looks it sounds it feels like it um but for for my buck it's one of todd sheet's more accomplished films of the of this period of his filmmaking career um what it is is it's about a child-led vampire cult who is systematically killing people in the Kansas city area. And there are cops trying to figure out what is the cause behind all of these murders that seemingly look like they're being (laughs) caused by vampires. They don't believe in vampires. One of the cops are trying to tell his, his chief, well, this is, it looks like vampires. I think this is vampires. The guy's like, ah, that ain't vampire. That's hogwash. And then all of a sudden some old lady will come in. Well, it's actually vampires. Um, So there's a, there's a, two two stories going on here. There is a story about a bunch of cops trying, it's a procedural, trying to figure out why these murders are happening and why it looks like there's vampires killing these uh, people. The other side story that's happening is about a girl who's trying to go see her favorite band in the entire world, Anaki and Key, this metal band that's fronted by none other than the director, Todd Sheets. He plays no less than three different characters in this movie. Um, She's trying to get into this concert. Her parents are putting up a lot of flack. She can't get any tickets. So she ends up meeting her and her friend end up meeting this quote unquote English vampire who has lost his accent in a throwaway line while he's taking her on a horse led carriage walk through glorious kansas city um <laughs> he he's being seduced by this vampire and she wants to, she's only really using him to get into the concert but slowly falling in love with him and all of these worlds collide in an epic orgy of of metal and vampires and shot on video hijinks at the end so yeah dominion it's it's a vampire movie it's ridiculous mark you are the one who came to me about wanting to do this episode on Dominion. What is it about this movie that made you want to sit and talk about it? Well, it you you got me doing these shot
2: on video series with you here on Astro Radio Z. I, I've dug it because this I'm, you've opened my brain up to so many films that were actually out there and shot on video. And, and many of them are stinkers. And so this one, it started out when it very first starts out. I'm like, ah. Uh, Okay, here we go. And then the kid shows up
1: outside the window, a la Lost Boys,
2: <laughs> and all of a
0: sudden,
1: he, and- Who's obviously standing on an apple box outside of the window? Who, who's sitting there? There's there's a shitty strobes going on. Well, it's kid, lightning. He- lightning. <laughs> it's a strobe light. I- <laughs>
2: I know it's a black tarp behind him And a strobe light But this shows up and they start talking about How he wants to be let in And his sister's like oh And I was sitting there And then right after that We get into this cop thing And I'm just like Okay I I can enjoy this At first it was just Made me cringe just a little But then I just got into it Because the script and dialogue It was like (laughs) <laughs> there's one line in there. One of the cops in early in the film is like, oh, it's the 12th murder this month. Oh, could be the work of a
1: serial killer. <laughs> I like that. The cops, their pre fascination with footprints on crime scenes. I, did, I didn't, I kept Amanda and I watched this together and we both had a blast watching this movie. Um, was that every single time they were they went and they found these bodies they were like yeah just for prints and make sure you look for footprints, footprints. <laughs> why why are they so fascinated with footprints I don't know it was this movie is hilarious are you familiar with Todd Sheets at all mark uh
2: no i'm not really i may have watched okay. one or two of his films but i wasn't i wasn't too familiar i've heard the name i don't think i've ever watched many
1: if any of his films I would recommend everybody, if you're not familiar with Todd Sheets, uh, friends of the show, uh, Doug Tilly and Mo Porn, who run the No Budget Nightmares podcast. They've interviewed him multiple times and covered a bunch of his movies on their podcast a lot better than I have. Um, You should go listen to their podcast on him, especially their hundredth episode where they have an extended interview with Todd Sheets about his new movie. uh, I think it's Bone Hill Road. A yeah. werewolf movie that he did, and he is one of these guys that for so long has been churning out movies like Zombie Rampage, Zombie Bloodbath, Goblin. Uh, he did Biker Babes from Beyond the Grave, Bloodthirsty Cannibal Demons, Sorority Babes in the Danceathon of Death, Prehistoric Bimbos in Armageddon City. Um, <laughs> I could go on and on and on and on. Um, but his movies always have such a gleeful tone to them no matter how shitty they are and let me tell you there are a few that are really trying and mark i believe you watched nightmare asylum yes for the turkey challenge that's one of his movies yeah
2: yeah that's the first time i really saw his name you know i had heard the name before but yeah watch nightmare asylum Really was not a fan of Nightmare Asylum,
1: um, and this one I dug so much more than which is funny because it's it was made the same year. Oh, was it really? Yeah, absolutely. The one I watched, the first movie I watched for the Turkey Challenge this year was Sorority Babes and the Danceathon to Death, mm-hmm. which was a crow producing. It was supposed to be like a sequel, sort of, to Sorority Babes and Slimeball Bolorama. Right. I mean dave dakota i believe or jr bookwalder somebody is actually like tied to this movie even though it was a dave dakota movie obviously but it was it was one of the worst todd sheets movies i've ever seen (laughs) it was really bad and that's where it's just like because he was churning out so much and there's zero budget to these things sometimes there wasn't much there but that's not the case with dominion there's oh. something about this movie and this, I mean, he would go on then the next year to make Goblin, which is arguably one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> I mean, it's just an awful, awful movie, but there's something about Dominion where it's its really punchy and it's really like goofy in all of the right ways. Did you feel at any point that this movie was taking itself very seriously, Mark? Oh, hell no. And I think that's why I enjoyed it. They're they're having fun with this.
2: I mean, you know, even to the cops, to the minor characters, everything. This has an an unusual charm to it. Like you said, the first couple minutes I was like ah, eh. but then the kid shows up, and then it gets into it. You're just like, it has this, you know, this low budget charm to where you can tell these people are just having fun shooting this, and but they're under no illusion no illusion of what they're making, but they're having fun doing it. You know, I mean, from, from where we get the old lady who, who meets the old man who's supposed to be an expert. And suddenly we get this tangent story about these two to the awkward moment when the kid who is the leader of the vampires later in the movie. Yes. We're spoiling the hell out of it. uh, He's sitting there and a female who is at least 10 years older than said child, two of them fight over who this going to be by his side in a very
1: awkward moment. Um, What about the scene in in which they're having these conversations about world domination and the one goes out of nowhere, just a complete, like, I couldn't believe that this was coming out of somebody's mouth and this made the cut into the movie where she goes, and I will become the ruler of all beauty salons and beauty supply <laughs> stores in the world. And then she takes out a compact and looks, boy, I wish I could see myself in this mirror. And or, or the other the other line when
2: he's in the cave and, and they say, good, we we have soldiers placed in all the right locations in politics and religion and in grocery stores
1: (laughs) That i mean this is the point is that this movie in all the right ways is goofy and fun it is only an hour and 10 minutes long it never is boring at least to me it was never boring i i have a feeling certain people wouldn't get into this movie just because of you know the technical aspects of this movie, it's very the quality is very poor, even for shot on video stuff. It looks like it's like I don't know about the version. Did you watch it on Amazon Prime? Uh, yes. How was that? Because I have a copy of this movie. How was the prime version of this? It was good. It was clean. I mean, for a shot on video,
2: it was probably about the cleanest they could get it. Huh. Um, you know, you could actually, you know, the, it was fairly clear. I mean, the resolution, of course, it's going to be a little bit, you know, uh, fuzzy and that. But for the most part, it, yeah, I thought it was decent. I, you know, I, I wasn't distracted at all by it. Uh, you know, it, it, you could tell uh, it was touched up a little bit, but um, it was definitely watchable down to the shitty on fire dummy um oh so.
1: my god when they go into the the subterranean <laughs> lair in the sewers and one of the vampires gets staked and he turns into a shitty dummy with a lot of dry ice smoke all. <laughs> <over>. <laughs> oh my gosh it is if you're familiar with shot on video horror this has all the landmarks of it it, it has practical makeup effects which are pretty few and Far Between in Dominion, which is a little disappointing compared to some of Todd Sheets' other stuff, which is just like zombie bloodbath and zombie rampage. I mean, it's just a ton of gore. Most of Todd Sheets' stuff is very, very gory. This movie isn't very, very gory. It's more concerned with the comedy hijinks because I don't believe this is supposed to be a straight-up horror film. This no. is this is a send-up of a vampire movie. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no illusions that this is supposed to be some it is like a combination of Salem's lot and the Lost Boys. That's essentially what this movie is and truncated down to like an hour and 10 minutes. So it's a very breezy watch, but it has all those hallmarks of practical effects. The director making cameos, even though he plays three characters in this fucking movie and the music. It, it reeks of a production that obviously all his friends <laughs> were mm-hmm. involved in this. They're not actors, but they play their ass off, especially I got to talk to you about the English vampire. Part.
0: Hello there. I was wondering if you'd like to go out for a bite to eat and then go to the concert. Well, yes, I'd love to. But what about Katie? Oh, I'll send a car for her about 630. So take her to the concert. That'd be Fantastic.
1: Bye. That's trying to woo this girl that just wants to go see Anaki and Key, who's Todd Sheets' band, obviously. But <laughs> what did you think of this guy? I mean, the moment he comes on screen, he just comes out of nowhere to talk to these two girls. Oh, you're looking to go see Anaki and Key, huh? <laughs> freaking, <laughs> what did you think of this guy? Freaking Dime Store Silent Bob. Uh <laughs>
2: I didn't even think of that. It's hilarious. He comes out in a jacket, that And I'm just like, wait, what? Who's this guy? Oh, okay.
1: And and he also wears a fucking cape. He wears the, yeah. the one of those shitty time store capes like he's Bella Lugosi or some shit. Yeah. You know, and he, these
2: girls, he's like, oh, I'm part of this. And I like these girls. Even though they're they're supposed to be younger, there's no red flags at all for this guy. I mean, he just there's nothing really charming about him and yeah his accent kind of comes and goes with the wind um, well there
1: is no accent there's that throwaway line when they're on the horse and uh buggy ride around glorious kansas city there's that line where he goes oh yeah my my accent i, I don't really have it anymore because i've been here for so long oh
2: that's right yeah 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 well i mean he just he talked a little quiet
1: so maybe that's why i thought he had an accent i'm not sure But that was the first thing that I thought of when he said, well, I'm I'm from England. I'm like, oh, you sure fucking don't sound like you're from England. You sound like you're from Missouri. Kansas City and by chance.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He was all right. I just I'm like, I couldn't see how, you know, you're right. I mean, it, it was the fact she was she just wanted to get closer to the band because I'm like, there's no way this guy is actually, you know, Maybe they try to play off, he's got his little vampire thing going on. But, you know, I'm looking at her going, Yeah, she's no, she just wants to get with the band. And he is all right. He he felt like kind of a horseshoe character in, though. Like they needed to find some way to connect the girls a little bit more to the vampires. Because let's be
1: honest here, Mark. All of the characters are horseshoed in this thing.
2: Yeah, you're right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Especially (laughs) every last one of them.
2: Especially, I don't, I don't mean to jump around, but especially we get to their plan. I put it in quotes: plan <laughs> to bathe their uh, Enoch, I think it is the ultimate vampire. Or whatnot in the blood of the innocent. That's why they're holding this concert, so everybody can get there and they can slaughter everybody and they can they can bathe the blood of the innocents. Uh, which it's not really innocence, just bathe the blood of these people. Uh, yeah, right. bathe. Enoch in it who's going to come back and rule the world and they build this thing up for Enoch this Enoch guy we don't ever see him actually like get unburied or brought out of a coffin he just randomly shows up tied to a cross behind the drummer on a shitty looks like a couple two by fours (laughs) on a couple two by fours Uh looking like a drunk juggalo tried to paint his face (laughs) and and Nothing happens with him. He's in the background. They build this up to be like Enoch, the vampire. Like,
1: okay, ah, he's going to show up at the end. Nothing.
2: Nothing happens
1: with him. I would have loved to have seen, like, once the climax happens and that, you know, the whole orgy of blood where they're supposed to be the vampires going nuts against the people in this confined space, basically a, a demons type scenario. Yeah. I wanted to see that kid who was spitting out his dialogue with all the charisma of a dude that had just got kicked in the side of a head. I wanted to see this kid like go nuts. I wanted yeah. to see him chewing on it. Cause there are scenes where the, these vampires are like, supposedly they look like cannibals. They're like chewing and rip almost like a zombie movie. Like they're not really sucking on the blood they're just kind of like ripping flesh away from these people. Be- it didn't make any sense to me but I was waiting for this kid to finally get in the action and maybe you know the parent wouldn't allow that to happen so that never yeah. happened but but uh you're right it's very anticlimactic it's,
2: but they, well what's even better about their grand plan of trapping people
1: is they've got the crowd
2: in there they and- all run out and they all run out. I'm like, did they, <laughs> did they not think to lock the doors in the bathe the blood of your your audience onto Enoch? He kind of forgot to lock the doors because the yeah, minute- there's it's
1: it's not blood. It's not black roses. I mean, it's no. not like that entire. Plus, this community college pit area, this classroom, it they only have like maybe 15, 20 people in there. <laughs> There's barely anyone in there. So the moment the, the, this Ena comes out, they're literally gone, and there's yeah. maybe like three people running around.
2: Yeah, it's just like wow, but, you know. And the cops are like, Oh, something's happening. It's like
1: it's yeah. Ooh. I mean, we're we're really dogging on this, and obviously, this is a tremendously low budget picture. It's just like there's reasons why there's only fifteen. People and because that's all he could probably scrounge up for free is is these people and of course they're having they're not at a venue like a club they're oh. at some community college that's where they're filming this <laughs> and I mean if you can get past that shit there's a lot of fun to be had at Dominion oh, yeah. Let, let's talk about the cops yes and, okay in the whole procedural angle of this because I while this girl is trying to you know squeeze her way into this concert on the other side is. This old lady who is the sister of Cabal, who is the child vampire. Um, she is trying to help the cops find Cabal so she can end this uh, murder spree that's happening. in the. And in the, she's hoping, you know, she kills Cabal and then all the rest of the vampires will die. You know, your typical, you know, vampire cassette and whatnot. These scenes, this is unfortunately shot on video at times does this where there'll be a subplot of cops uh, in which cops are just sitting in chairs talking about things we already know and unfortunately half of the movie is cops talking to this old lady about her brother cabal about nothing about <laughs> stuff we already fucking know. did i mean there's some fun to be had because occasionally they go out on uh location to find you know these bodies are that are you know popping up because the vampires are killing them and whatnot and then they'll come across other agents other cops who barely can speak their lines i mean there's one guy (laughs) that's just like man you should have just given him a paper to read from it would have it would have been better than having him try to spit out this dialogue lady obviously can't spit out but uh for the most part the cop angle is pretty pretty boring i mean if if any scene that's ha- if you watch this in any scene where they're sitting in an office skip it just fast forward that scene because there's lots of different scenes that'll make you laugh your ass off of of them sitting in parked cars but it's supposed to be them driving around the city for and an extended
2: amount of time i might add
1: that one scene where it's four <laughs> of them in that one car yes and it's just like it's a master shot Obviously, they're not going anywhere, but there's lights going over top of the car and moving all over the place like they're supposed to be moving and they're just like bouncing like all of them are bouncing and there's barely any music played and they're just sitting there silent, not talking to each other and they're supposed to be driving. That shit like killed me. There was a, It went on so long that it came out the other side as being hilarious and Amanda and I both were laughing pretty hard at that.
2: Yeah, well, that scene got me because they cut to like the dramatic vampire dialogue for a bit and them setting up their grandmaster plan. And you get the kid just trying to chew up as much scenery as absolutely possible with his lines, because by God, he was a ham. And, and then we cut the to best them. Part of
1: this movie, I almost think he was almost the best part of this. movie. He was, was, that kid.
2: He was the way he delivered. He delivered his lines better than most of the adults. Uh, but we cut from it, all this stuff happening to them bouncing in the car. And then we back to the vampires. Then we get back. They're bouncing in the car again. And that goes on for a few. But you're like, holy shit, where did he drive to?
1: And, and this happens multiple times in this yeah. goddamn movie. It's just, <laughs> oh. well, Anything well, to pad this out, they barely had a, anything to pad this out to an hour and 10 minutes. I mean, they used to their full there's like i said before there's extended scenes of this english vampire and this girl going around in a horse buggy and carriage (laughs) around kansas city it goes on forever there's these scenes of the cops driving around in parked cars forever i mean there's a lot of padding but it still doesn't kill this movie how is that even possible mark i i I don't know i don't know maybe it's part because even with
2: the cops sitting in the in the office, they do get a few of those lines. Like I mentioned earlier with the serial killer line. And then after after they're on location and the one old cop kills a guy who immediately catches fire, they (laughs) go back to the office and he still doesn't believe it's vampire. (laughs) (laughs) I love that bit. I'm like sitting
1: going, dude. I love how they built up. One of the cops was a rookie who is, you know, who who we are. The African-American cop comes in. It says, well, you know, he had the best marksman score (laughs) of any cadet that came out of the academy. Ninety eight percent accuracy. And they get out there and the the dude gets killed like instantaneously. (laughs) Doesn't even use a gun. I mean, what? Why set any of that up? It's it ridiculous. All of it's just fucking ridiculous.
2: Well, and then another part with the procedural is the old lady and them, they go out to find the expert. The real Ghostbuster. The the real Ghostbuster, if you will. And they show up, and suddenly the two older people, the old guy and old, start going off on this tangent of the love affair they had. And they get into this love story with these two, like, out of nowhere. (laughs) Just like, what? what? The cops are even looking like, what? Should we be here? What the hell?
1: I... we could sit and go on and i and we could tell you we're basically telling you everything that happens in this movie but you still is this one of those movies where nothing is going to spoil this for you Mm -mm. you you literally will walk in even if because i kind of knew some of the stuff that happened in this mark talked to me about it it's one of those movies those rare micro budget no budget kind of schlocky movies where there's something it's the sum of its parts, where it's just like it all comes together into something that kind of sideswipes you, and it's so charming that it still works if you know what happens. Yeah, <laughs> it just it's just one of those movies where if you have a friend, I totally recommend you watching this, mm-hmm. listeners, with somebody, somebody that likes and appreciates this kind of thing. That should go for all of this shot on video stuff. Is the vast majority of this watch it with somebody else, and you'll get a lot more out of this because this these kind of movies work for the most part because they're pretty goofy. Mm-hmm. All of them are, even the more serious ones. They're just by design by how they shot it and how they're just inherently goofy and dominion more than almost any of the other stuff that i've watched so far this month is it's endearing mm-hmm. in a really weird way it's just like it breathe i just watched it again tonight because i watched it over a week ago so i wanted to refresh my memory of of what this movie was and man that hour and 10 minutes flew by
2: hmm yeah that's what surprised me too. Was the time actually flew with it. I've I've seen some films that aren't shot on video that are like an hour, or fifteen minutes, or whatever, and you're checking your clock, going, "Holy crap, I'm only forty minutes into this movie," you know. And this one, it's like suddenly you're like, "Wait, they're already getting to the climactic," and I put it in quotes, uh, <laughs> ending. And you're like, holy crap! It's been an hour already. What the hell? You know, I I do think part of it is the kid. In all honesty, this kid. I don't know where they found him, but this kid, he is all in on He's this hilarious. role. I mean, and you could tell. I mean, this isn't just some kid. You know, sometimes you get kids in here where they're kind of stumbling over lines, or or they're just delivering it. and You know, they've got like the the board onto the side or whatnot but this he's like he is so into it i'm almost like yes that's cabal he he's this leader of vampires it's so charming
1: yeah and it's so goofy i mean he looks like one of the kids from like from salem's lot it literally looks like a vampire from salem's lot
2: yeah he, he, he does
1: it's ridiculous so um I I don't know about you, Mark, but I'm gonna highly recommend my listeners go s- seek this out, especially that it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, if you're f- if you're following along in the group and you're doing this Turkey Challenge and doing all this shit, I I would definitely recommend you go check out Dominion. It's it's heads above the vast majority of the shit you're gonna be searching out for this challenge that we're doing this month. But from a sh- if you're a fan of this shot on video stuff, this is. W- top tier Todd sheets this isn't like just set up a camera and let people awkwardly shake and frame Todd sheets which mm-hmm. is sorority babes in the dance of death that movie was like watching paint dry <laughs> and Dominion is definitely not that it's punchy it's funny edits really well done there's music in it that sounds like it was made on a tascam four track on a tape player which i loved i loved the the quality of like everything about this was endearing um and the camera work is surprisingly ambitious for what this movie is there's a shot where there's this guy in a warehouse stacking boxes on a on a pallet and there's a shot where they We're looking through the slates of wood in the pallet from underneath while he stacks a box on top. Like, who thought of ever doing a shot like that? And why do we need that? But it's interesting. It's something different. It's something you would never see in just about any other kind of movie. So it is it's one of the better things that I've seen in a while that I because every once in a while I come across new shot on video stuff that I've never seen before. And uh, the vast majority of it isn't hundred percent great. This one is great though. Mm-hmm. I will definitely recommend. I, I'll watch this again. I watch it again tonight. I'll watch it again another time. Shit, I might bring this out at one of our parties. I mean, <laughs> this is this is this was really fun. I really like this. Mark, final thoughts, Dominion.
2: Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It is one of the better, uh, you know, going on a shot on video journey with you. It is one of the better ones out there, and especially like I said, I watched Nightmare Asylum. I'm like, ah, and I watched this, and I'm like, this, this is what I'm looking for because, yeah, it. You watch enough films, and and I've had this discussion with, and I've I know I've repeated this, but it still stays true that if you watch enough films, you can kind of pick up an energy, you know, or get, I like to think that you can get what they were going for with the film. And you can tell when a film's taking itself too seriously, dominion is not one of those at all these guys this film knows what it is know what they're shooting on they're having fun and they're trying new things like derek said there's a camera shot with them sitting you know with the guy stacking pallets and that no you might not need it but it was pretty good the we we mentioned the carriage the extensive carriage shot they actually are doing an outside shot of the characters in the carriage, which means they had to set it up so there was a vehicle in front of the carriage. You know, I mean, it, it was impressive, some of the stuff they did. And it's just, it, it is fun. If you're looking for shot on video stuff, I highly recommend it, too. This is, this is one of those films of why I like watching micro-budget beehives horror you know really this micro budget stuff and why uh i keep seeking out more shot on videos because you do occasionally run across a film like this that it knows what it is and it's just fun get some friends get some some drinks sit down and just enjoy it because it's so just out there even the slower parts are interesting if you pay attention to the dialogue though i still don't get the ending i'm like the very end of this film there's a scene where we get a cop, but I don't know if it's supposed to be the older cop and they couldn't get him back for the scene. So they got someone else. <laughs> or Like at the end, there's this random cop that we follow through his apartment like after he's had a long day. And I'm like, who's
1: this guy? Yeah, yeah. I, that's one of those things where Mark, it's just like, at that point, just turn the brain off. Oh yeah, just stop, oh, no. Just stop thinking. It's it did, it's
2: game over. <laughs> it didn't take me away from it at all. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, like you said, yeah. At that time, at that point in time in the film, it's right near the end, and I just accepted it and went, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally want everybody to go check this out. Amazon yeah. Prime free, well, relatively free. You're paying for Amazon Prime, but go check this out for sure. So that's it, folks. This is going to be a relatively short episode today. I got to get back in the swing of things. I haven't done this podcasting gimmick for a while. All the podcasts I'm doing now are all kind of like freeform things. I'm I, I'm kind of liking how that goes. So these more like movie centric podcasts are, are coming a little harder for me for some unknown reason. Maybe that means I need to start changing the format of Astro Radio Z a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. You think? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, this is the portion of the show, folks, where my guest, I would say guest, but there's only one, my guest shamelessly shills the fuck out of you, Mr. Mark, the movie man. Where can my listeners find you on the interwebs?
2: Well, thank you again, Derek, for having me on a shot on video episode and introducing me to this genre. First off, I'm having a blast with these. Well, this was all for, um, from you tonight, tonight, Mark. Well, yeah, well, I discovered it, but it was because you turned me on to the genre that it didn't make me uh, afraid to try, try them out. So, um, but yeah, you could find my stuff at, at SpecialMarkProductions.com uh, for all your... Uh, movie man needs you can go from there links to my youtube page you can find me on the twitter's special mark pro i'm on instagram special mark prod there uh like i said we got the spoiler room podcast there we're uh doing super month so that's been kind of fun uh did some really interesting movies and uh yeah you just head there and you can check me out uh if you're ever so inclined
1: well I that really warms my heart, Mark, that I most people that I show shot on video stuff to kind of just shrug it off. you know I, I and I understand why it's it, it's hard for people to get into that, especially now it's even harder now. way back in the day, we all got bait and switched and got tricked into watching this stuff because we were horror nerds. And we just wanted to watch new horror movies. And these were popping out with really attractive color, uh, very attractive covers. And we got bait and switched. We're like, we took it home. It's like, oh, shit. This looks like somebody shot this in their backyard on a <laughs> v- VHS camcorder. Um, so we were disappointed, but we still watched them. Nowadays, it's even harder sell with HD. The the, the quality of these movies is for the most part because they aren't preserved. Nobody preserved any of this stuff. Some people kept the the elements. So now uh, Ron Bonk and SRS Cinema are trying to restore these the best they can. And I know J.R. Bookwalter is trying to restore some of his stuff. As long as these people have, you know, kept these tapes in relative good order, we can get better versions of them. But for the most part, they all look like 15th generation VHS dubs. (laughs) <laughs> so it's really hard to convince people to get into this. I think the hipsters are really into these movies. That's why they kind of have, have had a second life. Mm-hmm. But I, it really warms my heart when people tell me that they're happy that, you know, we're trying to introduce people into this because there are better podcasts out there showing this stuff. Like Like I had mentioned, No Budget Nightmares is probably if you're really into this kind of thing. Please go listen to No Budget Nightmares. Not only is it a great podcast run by good people, you will get introduced to some of the weirdest shit (laughs) ever. Go listen to their Suburban Sasquatch episode, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) But um, it just warms my heart, because this is the kind of stuff I get excited for. I got excited when you said you really liked this movie, Mark, Mm -hmm. and that you wanted me to watch this. I'm like, a good Todd sheets movie. Fuck. Yeah. I'm in on this. So I'm really happy. And it really warms my heart that you, you are like embracing this, this shot on video thing. So I, I, that just, I'll say it again. It makes me extremely happy. So until the next episode, which hopefully is going to be a discussion on the three Mangler films. So we're going from one extreme to the next. (laughs) We're going to be talking about the Manglers 1, 2, and 3. Until then, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time, folks.
0: You can find Astro Radio Z on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, YouTube, and anywhere podcasts are found. Please. Help us by subscribing, rating the show, and giving us a review. It helps us get the show out to more listeners. Also, if you would like to hear more of the show and be a more active participant, join the Astro Radio Z Facebook group and page, and join the Patreon. For only $1 a month, you get bonus episodes. Thank you for listening. See you next week, Astro Zombies.